Hello and welcome back to The Pit and the Paddock. My name is Beck, and today we're talking about supercars. Now, the Supercars Championship is a touring car racing category in Australia and also in New Zealand. There is a large mix of Australian and Kiwi drivers. Um, it's running as an international series under the FIA regulations. Um, like I said, it's a racing, um, it's a touring car racing category. Um, it takes place in all the Australian states and territories. Um, and there are also races held in New Zealand. Previously, there's also been races held in China, Bahrain, the UAE and the US. There's a lot of different race formats. I think there's about three or four different race formats, um, but every year at the Australian Grand Prix there is a 400 championship event, so the Melbourne 400. Um, the race formats do change a little bit, so there's sprint races which is between 1 and 200 kilometres. There's street races, which is 125 and two, to 250 kilometers. And then there's endurance races, which are held in Sandown, Bathurst and the Gold Coast. Now, the historically supercars has been um, with two car companies. So it's been between Ford and Holden. Um, Unfortunately, 2022 was the last year that Holden would be competing in the competition from 2023 onwards. It is the Chevrolet Camaro, um, at least for 2023. That could change again next year in 24. Now, the cars are generally custom made using a controlled chassis with... Um, only certain body panels being common between the road cars and the, the companies make and the race cars um, to ensure that there's like good parity between the cars um, the control components used don't differ hugely all of the cars use a 5 litre naturally aspirated V8 engine however since 2017 they've also had the option of using 4 and six-cylinder engines as well as turbochargers. Now as I said this is historically a Ford versus Holden kind of competition. Um, originally it's been Ford Falcons and Holden Commodores. Um, however the new generation of V8 supercar regulations that came in in 2013, so 10 years ago now, opened up the series to more manufacturers. Um, Nissan was the first new manufacturer. They committed to the season with four Nissan Altima L33s, followed briefly by Erebus Motorsport with Mercedes-Benz E63 AMGs, and then Gary Rogers Motorsports with Volvo um, S60s. Um, in 2020, however, it came back to just Ford and Holden um, and the Falcon was replaced by a Mustang in 2019 also. 
Now, similar to Formula One, there are different tiers of competition. So the second tier series of supercars is the Dunlop Super 2 series. Um, it is a support category. Um, it's n not... It was set up initially for the privateers who didn't have the funding that the professional teams had in the 90s. Um, but nowadays the series serves um, the dual purpose of developing young drivers before they join the main series and also for a way for the main series seems to give endurance um, drivers more racing experience prior to the events. Um, the teams in the Dunlop Super 2 series compete with the cars previously used in the main series, generally one or two years previously. Now, as I said, there are four different length races, um, four different types. So there's Super Sprint events, International Super Sprint events, Super Street events, and Enduro Cup events. Super Sprint events are Phillip Island and Sydney Motorsport Park events. Um, they feature a single one-hour practice session on the Saturday. Whereas most other super sprint events have two one-hour practice sessions and a 15-minute practice on the Saturday. Now, um, some of the other uh, super sprints is, are the Winton and the Ipswich, which feature an extra 30 minutes on the Friday for the endurance drivers. So the super sprint format is 15 minute qualifying session held on the Saturday to decide the same day race grid start. Then there's a single 20 minute session held on the Sunday to decide the grid for the Sunday race. Um, in Darwin, the event also often has a top 10 shootout, um, which is where the fastest 10 qualifiers complete one flying lap to determine the top 10 on the grid. Um, similar to like a Q3, but it's, it's not done extremely often, it's not done weekly. Now following the qualifying Sunday session, um, a single race is held on the Saturday, which is generally between 120 or 150 kilometers. And then on the Sunday, there is a 250 or 300 kilometer race. The next um, type of event is, as I said, the International Super Sprint event. That is what they use in Auckland, in New Zealand. Um, there are three 30 minute practice sessions on the Friday. Saturday and Sunday is just two 10 minute qualies. Um, and then the grid, which sets the grid for the 200 kilometer races held on each day. So unlike Formula One, um, these events have multiple races on the weekends. Um, it just, it seems to work quite nicely, I won't lie. Now the next uh, event is the Super Street races. Um, which is you have two 40-minute practice sessions on the Friday and then a 20-minute practice session on the Saturday in Adelaide. Um, so this is a mainly just an Adelaide thing, uh, the 20-minute practice session. 
Um, the Adelaide event also has a 20 minute qualifying on Friday to determine the grid for Saturday. Whereas Townsville and Newcastle have single 20 minute sessions on Saturdays. Um, however, all three of the areas, so Townsville, Newcastle and Adelaide, have a 20 minute session and a top 10 shootout on the Sunday. Um, both the Adelaide 500 and Newcastle 500 have a single 250km race on the Saturday and the Sunday, whereas Townsville and Melbourne have a 200km race on the Saturday and the Sunday. Now the last form of event is the Enduro Cup events. So until 2020, until COVID, there were three endurance events held throughout the year. There was the Sandown 500, Bathurst 1000 and the Gold Coast 600. These events required two drivers per car and all of the races together formed the Enduro Cup, um, a prize awarded to the driver or drivers who score the most points across the events. The Sandown 500 and the Gold Coast 600 both featured three 30-minute practices on the Friday, with the Sandown having an extra on the Saturday. And there was a practice for the Bathurst, which was a six one-hour sessions across the Thursday, Friday, and the Saturday. So across three days, there were six one-hour sessions. Um, the qualifying for Sandown involves a 20-minute session followed by um, two 60-kilometer qualies. The grid for the first race is based on the qualifying session, whereas the grid for the second race is based on the results of the first race. Um, and then the results of the second race determine the grid for the main Sunday race. Now, both co-drivers must compete in the first of the qualifying races, with the main driver competing in the second. Um, the Bathurst 1000 features a single 40-minute quality session on the Friday, followed by a top 10 shootout on the Saturday. The Gold Coast 600 has two 20-minute qualies, one, on, one each on Saturday and Sunday, with the Sunday session followed by a top 10 shootout. And the Sandown 500 and Bathurst 1000 both have 20-minute warm-up sessions on the Sunday morning and both have single races held on the Sunday. Um, with the Sandown 500 being 500 kilometers and the Bathurst 1000 being 1000 kilometers in length. Uh, the Gold Coast 600 consists of two 300-kilometer races, one on the Saturday, one on the Sunday. However, like I said, that changed after COVID. So now, since 2020, the only endurance event is the Bathurst 1000. Now, the way that the points work is very confusing. Every single person is awarded points. I don't, I won't lie to you, I do not particularly understand it. However, I will do my best to try and explain it. Essentially, the way that the points work is dependent on how many races there are over the weekend. Um, so there could be between one and four races. But essentially, if you were to win all of the races on that, any weekend, you would end up with 300 points. 
Now points are awarded to every car having covered over 75% of the race distance, provided that they are running at the completion of the final lap and with a final lap time within 200% of the race winner's fastest lap. Um, at endurance races, both of the drivers earn the points. So, I'm just going to do like top 10. So in a single race weekend, first gets 300 points, second gets 276, third gets 258, fourth gets 240, fifth gets 222, sixth gets 204, seventh gets 192, eighth gets 180, ninth gets 168, and tenth gets 156. So altogether, if you were to win that single race, you get the 300 points. Now, two race weekends, regardless of if it's the first race or the second race of the weekend, the points are first place 150 points, second place 138, third place 129, fourth place 120, fifth place 111, sixth place 102, seventh place 96, eighth place 90, Ninth place 84 and 10th place 78 and then so on so forth if there's a three ways weekend first position gets 100 points per race that they win second 92 third 86 etc etc four race weekend you get 75 points for coming first 69 points coming second third place gets 64 points so on and so forth now, I know that I mentioned that there's, you know, it, this, while it's not the oldest racing sport, it's been around since about 97. Um, and there are, an, it's an interesting way in how the teams are set up. I'll get into that a little bit later. So I'll, I'll get into like the big events first. So the Bathurst Thousand also known as a great race it's been held in some form since the 60s literally since 1960 it is the most famous race in supercars it's also the longest in terms of the distance and the amount of time it's 161 laps of mount panorama which is a thousand kilometers um it can take and it takes between six and seven hours um, historically, it's attracted crowds of 200,000 people. Um, and the winner is awarded the Peter Brock Trophy, who is named after a nine-time Bathurst Thousand winner. Um, and it was introduced in 2006 following his death in a crash at the Taja West Rally one month prior to the Bathurst Thousand race. Now the next big race is the Adelaide 500. It is also known as the Clipsal 500 or the Superloop 500. Um, those are just different sponsorship names. It's the number one car race in South Australia since um, the Grand Prix left Adelaide. <laughs> um, since so it, it began in Adelaide in 99. It's held in the streets of Adelaide CBD. Almost the exact same circuit as the Grand Prix when it was in Adelaide, just a much more reduced version. 
um, in 2020, it was actually shut down. Now, it was because the South Australia leader, um, a Liberal Premier, was saying that there was a lot of cost blowouts because of um, coronavirus. However, 2022, the new Labour leader of South Australia revived the Adelaide 500 and it got brought back and it was held over four days and I attended the event and it was incredible. There was, um, uh, it was a two race weekend, there was two 250 kilometre races as well as practice and qualies. There were so many different forms of races and race cars. There was the Super 2 Series, Formula 5000, Super Utes. There was Touring Car Masters, Australian GTs. There was so much stuff. Um, I got to see the Killers perform live on the Sunday night. It was just an incredible event. Um, Adelaide 500 is also really well known for having live music performances. Um, Kiss, Keith Urban, Robbie Williams have all performed previously. Robbie Williams is due to perform this year in 2023 again. Um, they have the, um, they have like fighter jets fly over um, on the weekend. The, yeah, it was just incredible. I had such a good time. It was my very, very first event, a uh, very, very first car race event. Now, the next big event is the Gold Coast 600. It was introduced in 2009 after the American IndyCar series didn't want to come back to the surfers' paradise circuit. Um, so, the there was a schedule... That, yeah, so the, the series was scheduled to fill the void being left by IndyCar. Um, however, the series was put into liquidation and therefore did not enter the event. So... In that, because of that, the supercars introduced a four-race weekend format, with instead of two 150-kilometer races, um, it was changed to be a two um, races each 300 kilometers, with a two-driver event instead, um, and each team is required to have at least one co-driver with an international reputation as in recognized for exploits in motorsports outside of australia um 2011-2012 it was a requirement however in 2013 the rule was dropped because there was a lot of incidents um during the event and the formation of the cup um however a good amount of teams still choose to employ an international driver for the endurance races. In 2022, there were 18 teams. There was the Boost Mobile Racing by Erebus. There was Brad Jones Racing, Caltex Young Stars, Castrol Racing and Trady Racing, Coca-Cola Racing and Subway Premier Racing, Cool Drive Racing, Owen Racing and Toyota Forklifts Racing, Image Racing, Mobile One Optus Racing and Mobile One NTI Racing, Monster Energy Racing and Snowy River Caravans Racing, Penrite Racing, Red Bull Ample Racing, 
SCT Logistics and TRG Transport Solutions, Shell V Power Racing Team, Super Cheap Auto Racing, Tickford Racing, Truck Assist Racing, and then Walkinshaw Andretti United. And within these, there are multiple different um, uh, drivers. Um, like I said, each team generally sticks to a specific car, whether that is the Holden Commodore or the Ford Mustang. Um, and it's it's supposed to be an even split, I believe, between the teams as to what, like, yeah, how many have which of which. But it's um, yeah, it's it's quite interesting. Now, the race that I went to th uh, this last year, um, the Adelaide 500, like I said, it was my very, very first race. I went to it, the champion was already decided, um, it was really, like, I had a great weekend, 10 out of 10 would do it again, I'm so excited for the um, Melbourne Grand Prix to see these guys because they will be attending the Grand Prix. I believe they are having a race weekend as usual. However, like I said, the champion had been decided well, well, well in advance. And um, Shane Van Gisbergen became the two-time Supercars champion by a landslide. He finished with a total of 3,523 points. Now, if that doesn't sound, if it sounds quite impressive, and it is because the guy who came second, Cam Waters, finished on 2,908 points. So, Shane absolutely dominated. I, like I said, I'm fairly certain he dominated the year previous. I'm not 100% sure. I'm also not going to look it up because I cannot be bothered. But I am 98% sure that it was um, like a multiple time winner. I'm gonna say two times maybe. Let me, I will look it up. I lied. I'm gonna look it up. I'm looking it up right now. I figured it out. He is a two time winner. He won 2021. He won 2022. In 2020, he came third. 2019 and 2018, he was second. So he has had, I would say, a pretty good year. Um, I, I had a great time. I got to meet a lot of the drivers. They were all so friendly. They were all so lovely. It really, I think, it's a very fortunate position that I was in to attend an event like this, not knowing what I was in for, not knowing who anyone really was, um, not exactly knowing what to expect. I had a great time, to be quite honest with you. Like I said, all of them were so lovely. They were all down for a chat. I wore some of my Danny Rick merch. Um, they made fun of that. Um, it just, I had a really really good time and I 10 out of 10 recommend. So I know that this definitely has not been as long as previous episodes. It's been a bit of a, a word vomit 
Um, however, that's kind of all I can think of in terms of um, figuring out what to say. So, yeah, thank you for joining me. Thank you for tuning in. If there is anything that you want me to talk about, if there's anything you want me to discuss, um, if there's any races that you want me to go over, any other forms of racing, then please just let me know. Um, follow me on the socials at the pit in the paddock on Instagram and at the pit in the paddock on TikTok. That I do also have a Twitter. It is pit and paddock one. Um, yeah. Thank you so much and I will talk to you next time.